Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He's not my uncle, but he's one of my favorite people, and that's Jeff Hathorne. I'll get to him in just a minute after I tell you that uh, Twitter... Brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. Go ahead and uh, hit us on Twitter anytime. Listen to Cooking Joe every Wednesday. Hear about Starkey's Card of the Week. That's from Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry. Contest run every Wednesday through Friday at noon. Check that all out, 937thefan.com. Jeff, did you collect baseball cards when you were coming up? Oh, unbelievably so. Yeah, yes. wh- what was your favorite one that you ever got? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Probably I got one of those. They had a like a Dave Parker MVP card. Okay, that was that was pretty awesome because I my dad hated Parker because he thought he was a showboat, but uh, I mean the dude was a monster on the baseball field. I mean just a monster out there. So that was probably it. Gotcha. All right, let's turn our attention to uh, high noon in the big city, Pittsburgh, PA uh, today. Surreal moment or not, as the as the news conference transpire, transpired, did you say to yourself, I thought this would be different, or did you think it was what happened? So I, I didn't think he would sit there and run through a litany of changes uh, for a couple of reasons. One, that's not his style. Two, it's not the team style to change coaches midseason. Um, and three, you know, from a competitive standpoint, he wasn't going to say, well, we're going to throw the ball more. And be honest about it, because then you're, you know, then you're telling Baltimore what what you plan on doing. So I, I wasn't surprised that he didn't say much. And also, you know, with the roster limits, it's not like he's got a bunch of guys he's trying to redshirt that now, you know, he's going to burn that redshirt and play them. Um, you, you do have a roster limit. I was surprised though that he kind of blamed everything on physicality. That. Um, that's just way too simplistic. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this as we talked to Jeff Hathorne about every he's there every day, covers the Steelers. You know, they want to put pads on tomorrow. They want to bang away. They want to be more physical. Aren't the veterans just going to go, I'm not doing that? Yeah. Like, wait, I, I get off on Wednesday. Right. Like, like I'm not practicing, practicing physicality. You know, and then, you know, God forbid, you have a physical practice and TJ goes down. 
because, you know, some young offensive lineman's trying to make a name for himself, so he, he swings across the formation and, and takes TJ out. I mean, there's a reason that they don't have those physical practices beyond the fact that the union says so. Do they need that better pad level? Do they need to pr- tackle better? Sure they do. But I would think that's more attention to detail and looking yourself in the mirror than it is to go out and say, all right, the quarterback's live. And Tomlin didn't say that, but I'm just saying as an example. Or, you know what, If I, I know uh, George Pickens is our main guy, but if he's coming across the middle, take him out. Like, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Talking about a physical mentality, being passionate about the game and, and being on your details and telling, you know, showing guys in practice or in film what they need to do with an emphasis, absolutely, do all of that. But to have them live hitting, I, I just don't see how that is going to get them where they need to be or it's going to change some of the questionable play calling we've seen. All right, you hear everything, and sometimes you can't report everything, but you do hear everything. And I think this is wide enough that you're able to say yes or no. Have you heard that the practices haven't been crisp since they've broken camp, though? Has that been a problem? Not that I've seen. I mean, I, I can't, like, to your point, I can't give specific details, but there's nothing that I, I've watched their practices for the first four games and said, wow, you know, they're they're jogging around or they're not paying attention to detail. There hasn't been anything And generally, like don't football coaches scream that whenever it happens? Yes. Yes, even, you know, as much as people rip Mike Tom, and I think I'm I'm fair to say that if somebody's doing something wrong, he is the first one to point it out, and he will call out anybody by name, from TJ to Cam to a rookie. I mean, he is not afraid to call out anybody on that roster. So, yeah, I don't, I don't buy into that. Even in full functionality, is this offense designed to score 27 or 35 points a game? In the preseason – in the regular season, I still don't think they have those type of weapons. I mean, you want to think that George Pickens is going to evolve into that type of elite wide receiver. You see some glimpses of it. But then you take Deontay out of the mix, which a lot of people forget um, because the only thing they seem to remember about him is that when he drops it, not all the catches, the 100 catches that he has a season. Um, but, you know, even with – the excitement of Darnell, he was still a rookie. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us were trying to warn people like, hey, slow down. Like, he's not going to have that type of year as a rookie. He's still got a lot to learn. Um, but I think, to me, the most disappointing thing, is I thought the line, of the, the line would get more push. No, I agree. Uh, I, I realize against San Fran, it's a really good line. And Cleveland has a pretty good line, too. But, man, against that Houston team, and, and what are you paying Sayamalu for? Like, I need to see more out of those guys. And now Sam Mollo's going to have a rookie to his left. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Is that the biggest mystifying thing in your mind? Because I felt like whenever we left and drove down Route 30 on the way home and everything was done and was finished and camp broke up, one thing that everybody who covered that football team said, well, you can hang your hat on the offensive line being very good. What has happened? I... I don't know if they're tentative, you know, because sometimes you don't play with the same physicality if you're tentative about a play or you're not exactly sure where the guy next to you is going to be. And But I, I, I thought they would have worked through that. I mean, they've only added one new guy. I mean, now Broderick Jones is going to be in there, so it's two. But 
and, and Sam Malo is supposed to be this guy who's going to elevate the line to the, to the next level. Um, and, and I think there's been, you know, what we saw in the second half of last year was kind of a ticked off team. And they came in with that mentality, that physicality of like, Hey, we're just going to, we're going to run you over. I think they got a, a, a little high on themselves with some of the splash plays they were making in the preseason and lost some of that identity. Can they get it back because they put helmets on and practice this week? I don't know. Um, but it's something that they've got to have back because, you know, they're not, they're not the Chiefs. They're not the Dolphins. They're not the Bills. They've got to win games with defense. We haven't even talked about that, and I'm sure we will. I mean, if you look at a dollar spent and experience, I would tell you that the defense has been more disappointing than the offense. Yeah, we'll get to the defense in just a second, and I actually have that written down to jump to in a moment. But is George Pickens reaching any frustration level, or is all A-OK with him? So far from what we see publicly, it's been A-OK. Is he frustrated? Sure, they all are. Najee's frustrated. I mean, everybody's frustrated when you lose. Um, But I don't think he has been a bad apple. I haven't heard nothing along those lines. I mean, does he want more passes? Sure. Is he upset, you know, if he's open and he knows he could have made a play and he doesn't get the ball? Yeah. And I think some guys show it differently than others. Um, You know, famously, Heath Miller would just kind of go on with his day, but not everybody's like Heath. And I don't think – I haven't seen at all in that room where George is becoming some type of issue. Now, this continues for weeks on, you know, add weeks and weeks to this, um, potentially. But I think his his heart is in the right place. And, you know, there's this might be a, a trivial thing. But that's one thing when you draft guys from Georgia or places that win so much. Mm-hmm. They haven't dealt with losing. And they don't they don't know this this feeling and not as much what you need to bounce back, but like, this is all, this is new to some of these guys. Some of these guys have never lost two games in a row. No, no, since high school, even some of them, you're, you're absolutely right. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, Probably not there either. Jeff Hathorne joining here uh, on the fan. Jeff does, does the defense, are they on the field too much because of inadequacy from the offense and inability to sustain drives or is the defense not getting off the field of their own accord? I think it's I think it's both, but I think it's more on their own. I, I'm going to put more on them. I mean, we should expect more. They're the second highest paid defense in the league, and and they're only you know a few dollars from being the highest paid. Like, it should be better. Um, I realize you don't have Cam Hayward, but man, that, I mean, they've got they that doesn't excuse being out of gaps. That doesn't excuse fundamental mistakes. I mean, I saw on ESPN yesterday like Damian Woody was clowning T.J. Watt. And, and questioning his physicality and, and how he could be considered a defensive player of the year when he's getting blocked by a wide receiver. So I point that out, not that Watt's the, the reason here, but that everybody on that defense is making mistakes. Watt admitted it after the game that he didn't play to the level he should have. And I think that goes all across that defense. I mean, there's sure there are some new pieces in there, but it, it needs to be better. Um, some of it might be a little bit scheme, but I think it's more – you know, they're getting the ball carriers. They're not completing tackles, and that's – I think each guy's got to look at themselves in the mirror and try to figure out why that's happening. Is Patrick Peterson redeployed whenever Joey Porter Jr. plays more stat- snaps? Is it a one-for-one switch, or is it a one-for-one switch with Levi Wallace? What's going to happen personnel-wise? I think initially you'll see Patrick go to the inside. It's something they worked on a lot 
at training camp in Latrobe, so we can discuss that. It's, but they also dealt with injuries. Remember, all this, it seemed like every safety was out for a period of time, so they didn't have quite the rotation they wanted. Um, as Tomlin pointed out today, Joey gets – Peterson has, you know, the, the Wednesday off. So every Wednesday, Porter's getting more and more reps, and he's filling in for Peterson, so he's working that side of the field. I don't think they then want to move him to the other side um, or move Wallace in that in that circumstance. So I I think you'll see Peterson move in, and I think at times he might take a couple of his snaps. Now, how quickly that happens, when he was asked about it today, Tomlin just said that he's improving and really didn't commit to to obviously not starting Joey, but you know how many more reps he would get. Do you think Joey Porter's ready and not ready relative to the cornerback play that we've seen? right? Because it hasn't been good. But do you think he's ready to play in the NFL um, beyond any of those other circumstances? Just he's an NFL player right now. I do. I do. And we've seen, I mean, you saw it last night. I mean, how many rookies are you watching across the league, rookie corners that are having success? He's going to make mistakes, but you got to allow him to make mistakes. Um, I, I get that you had a veteran but I think you need to give him more opportunities. And isn't part of the reason you have that veteran there is that when he does screw up, he's got that veteran to ask him why he did. Uh, Joey can be a playmaker for them. We haven't seen, I mean, Levi had the two picks in the win against the Raiders and that's great. Um, But what else have you seen playmaking wise from that secondary? And, you know, when we're saying that, uh, you know, Minka hasn't quite been the playmaker. Uh, Maybe it's because he has a new partner. That's probably a little part of it. But, you know, again, it's not just blaming the middle linebackers or blaming Patrick Peterson or saying it's that Cam is out. Like everybody's played a role in them not being as effective as they should be. I think you've covered just about every Steelers-Ravens game since they came into being in 1996, I believe it was. Um, and the average margin Almost. of victory, I'm, I'm making this up, but I think is like, like 1.4 points. Um, really every game's close that these teams play throughout history pretty much do you foresee it being the same way on Sunday or do you think that this one could get out of hand you know history would tell us that one that Steelers do bounce back well from from blowout losses and they've had a lot of blowout losses recently Um, and that these these games as you said historically are close my fear is um, that if this tackling continues the way we've seen it, uh, that that they have Baltimore has some success running the football, and then with the way Lamar can not only run, but his play action. I mean, they say Flowers is he's a guy that you have to you have to watch, and you know Mark Andrews has had some big games against the Steelers in the past. So yeah, I, I expect it to be a close game, but you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, man. This game could get away from them because just by judging the way they played two of the four games this year. Jeff Hathorne. Jeff, as always, I appreciate it. We thank you for your coverage, and we will talk soon. Thanks, Colin. Absolutely. There's Jeff Hathorne. Has a pulse on uh, everything. Great, great stuff from Jeff, as always. Your call's next. 412-928-9370 is that number. That's 412-928-9370. Something to tell you about that's a treat for – uh, coming up on Friday night, the seventh ranked. I'll be. Uh, I'm. Ta- I have a vacation day. I'm taking, but this is going to be fantastic. Maybe that's your treat that I'm on vacation. But anyway, listen to this: the seventh ranked Pitt women's volleyball team. They put their undefeated ACC record on the line 
against their conference rival, number 11th-ranked Georgia Tech. That's this Friday night, 7 p.m., at Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. Venerable Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. Catch the action for the two-time Final Four appearing Panthers live for the first time ever right here on 93.7 The Fan. It begins 7 p.m. Friday night here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 